And welcome to the Shungite Radio Show. This is May 17th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit. And a bunch of people making noise in the background because you're unmuted now. <laughs> but we got a full house here. We've got Derek Condit and they're at Mystical Wares. Everybody's coming from Mystical Wares except Mark. I don't know that he's even signed in yet. Um, and we've got um, Yasmin West who is very often on this show and um we also have Julissa Helms who works with Derek there at the at the shop and Bob Bob you guys know Bob Bob West <laughs> he's he's in the building taking photographs and video of the store which is going to be exciting to see what what he captures um so okay Derek I'm turning it over to you <laughs> yeah, I'm excited too about what you were just saying about Bob. So somebody who actually knows what they're doing out there, getting video and stuff, and <laughs> yeah, putting it together. <clears throat> and <clears throat> again, like you're here right now. <clears throat> excuse me. We're gonna have mute button issues on this side because we do have a packed house. So I apologize um, beforehand, but work with us. Um, no, it's it's exciting to have Yasmin and Ashley in here and Bob out there running around. So it's <laughs> and uh, to see everybody in person. So we're gonna go all over the place today on on lots of stuff. So welcome, Yasmin. Thank you. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Are you hearing this okay, Nancy? On as we're talking, you know, kind of roundtable now. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing okay. everything. Perfect. Good. 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 Yeah. So yeah, what we did so far this morning, <clears throat> excuse me, we've come in. So we've been kind of, you know, hitting it fast already. So I'll give them a really quick run through tour of Mystical Wares and all the different spots and areas in it. Um, basically, you just grab their hands and drug them really fast through there. So it's kind of a blur, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, but they'll get a chance to go back through. Um, so did, what was your first impression when you guys showed up? Uh, so it definitely seems a lot bigger than mm -hmm. the photos that I've seen Does on the it? website. And, yeah. you know, a lot more rooms and areas and um, just totally jam-packed as well with yeah. just, like, little crystals in every nook and cranny. And <laughs> yeah. Not overcrowded. Yeah, yeah. not too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't feel crowded. You, there's just enough stuff Good. and space to be able to do the things that you want to look at and do mm -hmm. and not feel like. Yeah, because some stores like this, you can go in and you have to stand in one spot and look around for, you know, an hour and you can't move and do things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we mm -hmm. like the area of it. So, yeah, a very pleasant surprise. <laughs> have you ever been in a place that had such a selection of minerals and rocks and gemstones? Um. There's one place, the rock shop, the rock exactly, shop but in Papadil, nice. but it's, yeah, it's basically, you know, rocks tossed in a, you know, cardboard box that uh, you, you know, it's not nearly as beautifully presented as it is here. And where's that at? Um, so if you go down, was it I-5? It's off of or 80. 80. 80. California then? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, it's between Sacramento and San Francisco and um, okay. uh, Vacaville. Okay, that that other voice we're hearing is Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, I don't even know your last name. Ashley is is the West's very good friend who's on the trip with him. <laughs> I just all of a sudden I realized why have I got another voice? And I really oh Ashley's in the room too. Sorry, yeah. Ashley. I apologize for not introducing you. I told Yasmin she couldn't come up here without me, so I kind of invited myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give your last name? I don't know. Uh, Cologne. Cologne. Uh, oh, Cologne with an M. Cologne. 
Okay, very nice. I never know how to spell it right. <laughs> energy, that's all I know. So I don't know if I can pronounce it. <laughs> it's French, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, then we got three new customers to Mystical Wares today, yeah. or first-time visitors, I should yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do have a question in chat. <clears throat> Infinite Awareness is asking if you've had a chance, Yasmin, to try the Copper Pyramid yet, which I assume probably not yet. I walked yeah. by it. I haven't <laughs> sat in it, but just going to that area, it, it was just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I could just like... <laughs> With the Shanghai I could feel, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I took them pretty quick. a lot of energy. <laughs> Gong the bowl just real quickly, not not real hard. Yeah, I can experience that all a little bit later too. Yeah, yeah. Next show we'll be able to have you chat more about your experience. Yeah, with those yeah. tools. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she literally we had like ten minutes running through yeah. the store and then get in the office. Nancy's calling us soon. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what the resonator that you have. Oh, yeah. I'm like I've been feeling that this whole time that you. Yeah. I've, yeah. I, yeah. We're talking yeah. about one of Walt Silver's yeah. resonators for those that don't know. Um, Yasmin brought one with her on this trip as well, and it's in here in our office now. She handed it to me when she came in Mystical Wares. And again, Walt Silver from um, NewParadigmTools.net. Uh, that thing blasted me. I, she <laughs> handed it to me just think mid-level, so you know, right around the heart chakra. And often, not always, but it looks like we're standing in a big toroidal field. So at times, our auras can look like that. So I'm giving you that for the visualization. What it did for me was... Lungs were short, earth and grounded me from both ends out. So it was instant and very fast. So yeah. it it did what needed to be done. So I would also say, and I don't know how he describes that particular um, device. This is the mm -hmm. the rose heart, the rose heart. Um, generator, the Ho'oponopono frequency. Oh, so, okay. so you know, make it right, basically. So whatever. I didn't even tell it what to do. It just yeah. did it. So that's why I said I didn't even know that. So it did yeah. what needed to be done on its own. So. Yeah. Props to Walt yet yeah. again on that stuff. <laughs> Anything of his is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And I love not knowing exactly what I'm, you know, or the description or what it's supposed to do. Yeah, to feel just like to first. Experience it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that was a for me, it was a lot of head pressure and just like, I guess, a lot of clearing up here for me. Yeah. <laughs> was that Nancy? Well, he's got different versions of the resonators. Mm -hmm. And um, the rose quartz really introduced a new concept to the resonators in that if you look at it it's got crystals all through it yeah okay it's um glass, i think that he puts say again i say think again. it's the glass enhanced one right it's the crushed glass in there yes exactly um and there's a whole science behind it he started talking about this this when he did it he, he was explaining the science i mean he this <laughs> Walt is not just a metaphysician. He is a true scientist. When he, you know, when he gets into building these things, he totally understands the science behind it. And the power of these things are, well, you felt it, Derek. You know? Now, what happened was that he, he, he then made this new one, the Suri, which is the sun resonator. And do you remember what he said exactly about that, um, Yasmin? It was something to the effect of the sun is now in a in a different vibratory energy field than it was. And what he's done is he's when he makes these resonators, there's a copper coil in it, and the coil is set in a particular frequency. So the first 
you know, I don't, the Ho'oponopono is in the frequency of the, the words Ho'oponopono. Okay, the sun is the new one that is for the new sun that's out there, the one that's white, not the one that was yellow for most, well, my life. <laughs> Some of you people have only seen a white sign. You don't even know what we're talking about. But the sun used to be yellow. And now you look up at it and it's so white you can't hardly look at it. Um, so he works with, with these things and he's, he's every one of them is different. I mean, I've got virtually every version of, well, not every version because I'm sure he's made things I don't even know about. But I've got versions of everything here. So I have to tell you this because it, it, it when Derek had a little bit of a health issue on this last trip, um, I said, okay, and I, I immediately went for my turpentine spiral. Now, the turpentine spiral is not a resonator in that it's not, it, it's just a copper tube right in your hand, you know, with a shungite center to it. It's shungite and other things in there um, for the resonate, for the uh, spirals. But the resonator is actually cast in resin. And so inside that is captured a spiral cut to the frequency of whatever he's doing and a whole bunch of other stuff and in this case now he's added this this uh this glass and what the glass does is it changes it it causes everything to become much more energetic because the the energy start to to uh hit the glass and then get you know detoured this way and that way and all of a sudden you've got just an incredible piece of energy uh device i mean it's amazing so i picked up the turpentine because that's the one that I've been working with for so many, many years, you know, I don't know, five, six years now. And uh, I, I, I said, okay, what else? You know, I just felt I needed something else. And the, the resonator, the res, the sun resonator is, is on top of the fish tank. <laughs> okay. So I stepped, I put the turpentine on top of that thing and I put the intentions of, giving whatever energy that Derek needed to get get himself right. Um, but right at the same time, I had another friend of mine who was in the hospital with a, it turned out to be COVID. <clears throat> and, well, that's what they said it was. And, you know, I, and his wife has just died and his head wasn't in lived into living and it was, it was not a good situation at all. And so I, added another intention for for nick into the into the system and well both of the boys are doing fine they're out there having their lives and having but i didn't real I, I never occurred to me um to put a limit on what i had programmed in other words like the turpentine spiral it uh, you know i tell it i ask it to do something and then when it's done it'll turn itself off but the resonator didn't turn itself off. I don't know if it's got an off switch. And so for about three days, I'd be outside. I'd go to the grocery store. I'd go all over the place. I'd I'd have no problems and find, feel fine, everything. I'd walk in the house, and it was like, oh, my God, i got to lay down. And, you know, after three days, I'm going like, okay, it's not just because I went out and got worn out or what i said something is wrong here what's what's happening and immediately i was you know shown the the resonator in the and so i took it apart and boom the energy just dropped in the house it was astounding and 
my question here, Derek, is do you think I was getting some kind of a blowback because you guys were doing so well, it was so connected to you that you, you kept feeding more and more energy into it? Could this possibly be? Yeah, yeah, that can be. That's an interesting way of putting it. How'd you take it apart? I just pulled them apart. I see what you're Because the resonator had the spiral on top of it. And then I, on top of that, I was walking through the house, and don't ask me where it came from. All of a sudden, I realized, why do I have this Shungite silver cosmic <laughs> nugget in my hand? I mean, I don't even know where it came from. And I said, well, I know where I'm going to put it. And I put that on top of the, the thing. So it was a three-layer thing. Yeah, there's a, I don't, there's not terms for it, but there is when you connect. You know, you can talk the whole quantum entanglement thing. We're all connected. When those energies connect <clears throat> and both ends are conscious of it, and it works the opposite way too, then there is a bigger connection. And we'll just say the bigger energy is going to push back. So if you're thinking about your sister, say, in Florida or something like that, I mean, I'm just making up a story here. Um, but she's not thinking about you at the time. That's when it'll occur to her. I don't know how to tell you that. Her alarm will go off, but yours won't. But if you're both doing it at the same time, then there's a bigger connection, and you'll also feel it, not just know it. I don't know. More layers, I'll say. So it's it's, it's not an easy way to say. So, you're yeah, you're opening up more channels when that happens. And that, that also ties into what we were going to talk about here with the whole pause or reset thing power outage yeah the power outage. so on that and we get in i'll let Jalissa describe in a second here but i armored this room to separate me from those energies for literally that a reset moment kind of thing is what it was and then nobody knew that i'll let you tell um so as you know we have a fair a metaphysical fair here at mystical wares every other weekend so i believe that was sunday i think so yeah so sunday um the power went out just you know, suddenly, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that it was stormy outside. That's, you know, my first thought. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I'm like, no, that's not it. But everybody was really calm uh, when it happened, and it was out for a good amount of time. Like, it didn't just flicker. So go around, check everybody's really calm, and, you know, checked on my kids. They're okay. And then the power came back on, but everybody was like, it was like a refreshing feeling afterwards and i was like oh maybe it was derek flinging his energies or something so came and checked on him and it wasn't him <laughs> he was he had no idea that that even happened um and i was like oh it felt like a reset for everyone but uh when that happened or afterwards i was at the front desk helping someone and a person came up and she, who was here during the power outage and she pulled out her phone she's like that's weird when i came in my phone was almost dead and now it's almost fully charged She's like, huh. I'm like, oh, interesting. I was like, you're here during the power outage, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I, I knew that she had been because I had seen her around. And I was like, interesting. <laughs> yeah. And you can't see, but in the room here, I just got hit too from because I was thinking of, do you remember the Washington one? I don't remember all the specifics where we had to get. And only to bring this up because so tying into what you're talking about, Nancy, there's no limit to our imagination or understandings. So, what did I call in? There's, we had, I did a reset on literally the state oh, of Washington yeah. mm -hmm. one time um, because it was necessary. We'll just, I didn't even know it could be done. I have no idea because I don't sit around contemplating all this stuff. Long story short, the many, <clears throat> there's no, of course, synchronicities are uh, uh, hundreds a day in my life. Um, we have endless stories on that. So we know to listen to them. I'm talking about unbelievable ones. So when enough people get in my vicinity, and let's say an example on this day, Oh, the energies are heavy, blah, blah, blah. They came from out of state. Just lots of stories here in 3D to alert me that there was 
stuff around at least Washington. So I think Jalissa and I were chatting, and you can fill in the blanks when I'm leaving out. But I did my whole woo-woo energy thing and literally was imagining the borders of the state kind of thing. Um, and it had an effect immediately. And I'll let you tell you, but others came in, shoot, within the next couple of days mentioned as well. What was that all about? Uh, well, I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but there was a lot of people that were leaving Washington. That oh, it's like they wanted to stay here forever. And it's like with everything going on, they're just like, I can't handle the stress of the, you know, all the changes in the dramas and the mandates. So they're peace out, Washington. I was like, oh, that's great. But we started having people coming into Washington, like from Idaho. And it's like, wow, a lot of people were actually leaving Washington to go to Idaho because they didn't have, it wasn't as strict there um, with all this stuff happening. Um, and I was like, oh, that's interesting that now we're having people like choosing to come here. And so it's around that time frame. Oh, that uh, as well. And there yeah. were people, others that we all know, we've done shows with them, but talking about the differences and feelings kind of thing. So it's, it's odd, even to me, unusual, because I was just, my ears were like when Yasmin showed up. So she was another yeah. example. When they we showed can up. talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Outside the building kind of thing. Yeah. So because we are connected, I was just out smudging the building like I normally do. Yeah. And for me, my left ear just rings, you know, you call it tinnitus like symptoms. Mine are on the money immediately tied in. It's not some vague thing and this, that, and the other. So, and then with that, so it's like my alarm system. <clears throat> and then I get a snapshot of you. Zero. So I know you're standing outside. So I'm walk up front. <laughs> I was just like, I was tapping on the door. I was like, mm, yeah. I'll, I'll just pull out my cell phone. And that's like when you literally show yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> right back here in this part. And there's a time to, It's immediate. And I don't know how to explain all that stuff either. But whatever it is, the energies, you know, loosely saying energies are just, I don't know, very honed, we'll say. And so even in here, opening up my hands, crazy things like that. It's just. Well, and you just tapped into someone who's passed for a while now. And. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he was like a huge part of my life because he lived with my family. He still so, is. Yeah. That's what he's saying right now. Yeah. 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 It didn't end well between us towards the end, mm -hmm. but um, he, he did help raise me from a child. So. He said he was scared. Yeah. So he was scared. Yeah. He was. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. She broke, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you want to chat about it. You're not getting all that specific stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. So, she was talking about someone she came in. So, of course, I can, I don't know, communicate. I get all like, titling myself or words or things because that's a limitation thing yeah. but yeah i can communicate with those incarnate and disincarnate as it's happening right now uh, and they'll come in and chat sometimes and say things so well he was a big time atheist so this mm. is interesting yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 he says he got over that real quick yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. oh there's no limits there's no limits because it doesn't matter how much kool-aid somebody broke or didn't drink or whatever on this yeah. I, there's i've never had the connection issues which tells me others don't either yeah. Once they have the understanding. Yeah. And so yeah, it makes it makes no difference. Mm -hmm. huh. yeah. Does he have anything he wants to say to me? Um <laughs> see, and that's we'll see how we do that on the air kind of thing. It might be kind of slow mm -hmm. for what he's been doing is he's been cup since you walked in. So I'll give a visual, Nancy, for those that are listening as well. So long story short, many of listeners have been in either in the office here or seen it on I don't know, images or something. So we're they came in, Yasmin sat down, her and Ashley just sitting on the couch, we're across from them. Uh, and then for me, I get to see uh, a big energy ball floating above her and then depends on how much focus I put towards it. And then all of a sudden, well, I'll just say it's an entity. I get a visualization. So a guy showed up, long story short. Um, and then I can push it from there and st start chatting. And I never just do it because like there's somebody running out right now, but I don't freak you out. But <laughs> that's not like, you know, we have to chat with them. They, they knew where you were coming. 
So they will loosely call them guides, spirit guides, past loved ones, whatever. Um, but they knew you were coming to some crazy energy place. And they said, well, they know that crazy Derek. He's going to see me, so they're going to come and do a show sometimes. Yeah. And that happens, and I get messed with too. Yeah. But he wasn't. He was wanting, uh, he also says you're going to feel something on your neck and upper back. Weird tingling. Some I hear energies. that all, I feel that all the it's time. It's him. Uh, you're going to feel worse right now, too, because he just got it next to you. So, <laughs> oh. yeah, in your energy field. So you'll feel oh, yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> He's hugging you right now. He's giving you a big etheric hug. He's Aww. doing, yeah. And you feel, again, those odd, subtle energies. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. it's hard to describe, isn't it? Those kind okay. of things. Yeah. Yeah, and I can see that. So I'm, I get, I'm cheating. I'm just watching the show. I'm watching, oh, he's coming over. He's smiling. He's going to look at me, get close. <laughs> gets in your aura because he knows I yeah. know what you're going to feel. So I'm saying, oh, you're going to feel this right now. <laughs> so that's all I'm really doing. Yeah. yeah it's, but he's, yeah. so he's, um, I'm not getting into specifics because a lot of this isn't for radio. There's yeah. whole regrets past. He's, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of stuff is going on. Yeah, um, he was not a happy person no, while he was No, alive. Was, especially near the end. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. well, at the end of that chapter, new chapter, he's now some yeah. realizations. Yeah, so it's yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he says you helped him. <laughs> you helped him, you still are. So you're still anytime you think about him, you're affecting him oh, instantaneously. Wow. Okay. You are. So literally, literally just having a thought. I have a question uh-huh. for him. Yeah. Uh, there was a time I was staying in a hotel in Modesto and something happened. Was that him? Uh, he says it was and he moved it or something like that. So there's a mm-hmm. moving. Yeah. Yeah. He knocked something. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And I just got like an impression that it was him. It was. Because uh, he, he kept he knocking it over. He it. It, was. He said, yeah. it wasn't meant to start. It wasn't meant to start. Yeah. Was those things. Yeah. Uh, he was tying in. So what he's doing now is I get to watch a little video up here. He was getting... I don't know, holding more former energy in your environment. He was there to protect you and help you as well. So yeah. he was getting closer to you. And then, yeah, it was like on yeah. the thing next to the bed, knocking over something. I was working really hard and stressed out. So. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you're always connected. There's no time thing. So, yeah. wow. Yeah, they come around. Go ahead, Nancy. Let me <laughs> ask you guys would he be um, up to being interviewed? No. No, no, not him. No, is you know, I don't know, chat with others. <laughs> well, is there anybody? So I, don't, I, want, I what? don't know what to say. I wouldn't know what to say, is what he's saying. So he's here for Yasmin, not us, is what's going on. That's why I wasn't even going to acknowledge him. And we're only saying enough to get it across what, what we're talking about in here, anyway. Mm-hmm. No, I asked him when you were saying, um, not him. I don't know. He asked for others, but I didn't know it was going to be a whole medium thing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we can go wherever. You know me, I'm not shy either. So I'll tell you what, let's just continue with this show, and I'm going to be open to others who want to communicate, maybe they come in with Yasmin too. So we'll see who pops in. I'll put it that way. Be careful who Yasmin brings in. <laughs> I'll open it. Well, we can even one of Or be that. careful with who Bob brings in with him. Oh, yeah, Bob Bob brings a whole uh, trail. He's got friends with him who you've <laughs> yeah. got behind you who we haven't acknowledged. You'd call it. They call it in the metaphysical realms, nature entities, this, that, and the other. So you got all those little fairy sprites and things like that behind you. Okay. Um, little, little are you t- who are you talking to, Ashley or... or uh, Yasmin. Yasmin, okay. Yasmin's got... Uh, Ashley's got family members behind her and stuff. Some live, some not. So, yeah. But, no, I'm just, I'm just focusing on Yasmin right now. That's The room's full in here. It's a packed room, Nancy. I mean, it's full up to... It starts up and goes down, so it's about to our shoulders in here with yeah. moving parts and pieces and people popping in, mostly behind Yasmin, just because that's where I'm focusing, too. Um, and I'm just trying to ignore everything going on over near Ashley. <laughs> Not an Ashley thing, <laughs> but she doesn't want to, you know, she doesn't want to get pulled into this too much. So. I don't care. 
Yeah. <laughs> I just got someone pop in my head. Is oh, that yeah. a There's, woman? Yes. You're yeah. stupid oh. behind you, actually. Yeah. So you have, you have mm-hmm. one's watching, older lady. She's got a bunch of, I don't know, there's about 10 different necklaces going on. I'm only mentioning that. So if you have some old family photos, often how it goes. It looks like, <clears throat> oh, mess with me. Wood or beads or seeds or something. I don't know. They're made out of. Is your name Olivia? Let's see what she wants to say. She's the further out one will say. Oh, she got a nurse. <laughs> She's not used to communicating. She's going, oh my god, you can see me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm getting nervous. I'm here to watch. The other one closer up to you is one that wants to get chit chatty. I don't know who she is. Okay. And they don't always give straight names either, by the way. And it depends on how calm I am and how yeah. focused. And as you see in here, you know, the ringing of my ears that happens. So it's yeah. I have to fight through all of that as well. And the only way I can describe that is the whole tuning frequency thing. And they're all on, let's just say, different channels. Yeah. So then I'm kind of like jumping between channels. And I don't have to describe this either, Nancy, to kind of type it in. It's a depth thing. So they go further back. I don't know why. I don't even know if that made sense. If somebody's not seeing what I'm doing with my hand here. But it goes further back. So if they get closer up into you, is when I'll start to tell somebody in front of me, not that we're doing a session, I'll say, you're going to feel this, you're going to do that, and if I do the whole healing thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I know what's going to happen because they'll get up in your aura. Or if they stay back, they want to observe. So, no, the lady wants to observe. Okay. Um, and then they'll change. She just changed ages. I don't know what that was all about. Uh-huh. <clears throat> she just went really young, so like maybe 15-year-old. So, like, and it was like for me, I'd say she's trying not to let me pick up on her. Huh. So, like, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, not to bring her into yeah. this, and I don't usually though, because hmm. often somebody in here meaning to do a session in the opening where we're diming everybody out on radio. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, <laughs> so it's a different situation kind yeah. of thing. So she's just wanting to observe. I'll just okay. say. Um, and then the chatty one. What yeah, the chatty one's like? all excited. She's getting all excited. So she's like jumping around. So I'm trying to see. She was say something. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to see. <laughs> she's. It, it looks like a uh, like a younger you is what it looks. Like. Oh, you're in my ear there. Try to see if she wants to give me a visual kind of thing. No. Do you have a sister? Nothing in the world. See, I get stuff. I don't want to say too much already either. So, yeah, now it's actually, I always get stuck. I'm like, how much do? <laughs> Open mic. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody listening, sorry. We're saying as much as we can. Yasmin knows what's, yeah. yeah. So, um, but we're still, yeah. still open to others that want to get chit chatty. I'm not shoving them away by what I'm doing either. I'm just clearing mm-hmm. energy, just letting others come in. Because you got a lot of critters behind you too. I don't know what that's all about. I, I love animals. Is that you just and animal, I, animal? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I'll tell you probably all my past animals. <laughs> Closest thing to what I would say a unicorn would look like is behind you. So there's a horse with feathers, um, and I've never seen this type of critter before. There's not a straight up horn coming off it, but there's a bulbous spot. Um, Brandy. He had had white on his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he was brown. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, well, they'll give, you get to look like what you want to. So I don't know why he's behind you. So it's a big old, and it's not just a normal horse, there's a big old thing there in the white. Oh, wow. You never know. <laughs> yeah. You get to wear what you want to wear. Yeah. So, a lot of critters and stuff. Um, yeah. That makes sense for me. Yeah. Yeah, so. okay. uh, what do we got, Nancy? We're only at half. Did you have anything on, or uh, Jalissa's questions? On? Um, no, in chat, though, Infinite Awareness is saying Derek is amazing. Oh, my goodness. Sounds so much fun. 
and she said, OMG, you can probably see her. She's the one in the back. No. <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, that, uh, people in, and yes, a few of the listeners, um, there's, oh, I don't want to name them either. So, oh, they can come through? Oh, they absolutely come oh, through. They'll wow. pop in this office on different, I'll just say, versions of themselves. So, and then the 3D version, because sometimes I'll treat them like, what are you doing in a funny way? I'm like, if you, you're checking us out, that out this for a while. And they'll say, yeah, I'm trying to do my remote viewing thing. I mean, again, yeah. I don't want to die. There's three of them I can think of right off the bat in chat. Maybe I can't see chat for the listeners now, just so you know. So I'm, I don't know who's all in there now, but three of the normal listeners do. Oh, cool. <clears throat> one Nick's one of them. <clears throat> he wouldn't care. So he comes in and does different things. But we all do. So it's your imagination level. And yeah. the more you play with that and push that, the more it comes through. So for me now, again, as I jokingly say, whatever the heck I am, when I have a thought, instantly the physical manifestations start. The ringing in the ears, the tingling, the whooshes, the other part of the etheric sign language, I call it, comes in. So I get a whole lot of input. We all do. Yeah. It's just, you know, kind of focusing on it, I guess. You know, this is, it, this is interesting because when I'm doing a show, sometimes I feel like I'm talking to one person. You know, that there's somebody out there and I can feel their presence. I don't see them, but boy, you can make that connection. And it, it, it you know, it, it, it's not just because of the radio. Anytime you think of somebody, you tweak them, just like you have alluded to many times with your sister. If you think about her, she thinks about you. But it's the dead people, too. You think about them. You think about your animals. You know, all of a sudden, you're, the room is full of these spirits and people... I feel so bad for the people that aren't sensitive this, to, to this kind of energy changes because it just, it makes your life so much fuller. Because I, I'm sure, Yasmin, that right now you're feeling that same kind of connection you had to the people that they're, that he's talking to, like they're there in the room, like your connection is there. It's always there. Yeah. It's just focusing on it. And um, wow, Derek, it's, it's very fascinating how... Now, I know that when you were younger, you had certain things, but this is something that you've developed because you allowed your imagination to accept it, correct? That's funny because you just, what are you, a psychic, Nancy? I was <laughs> just going to get into that stuff um, and say something similar to that. It hasn't always been this way. The more you just go with the flow and do it. So I haven't always been as, that was going to come out really wrong, as heightened as I am, I'll say, it changes. So the normal psychic thing where it's kind of a subtle thought, hazy, you kind of patchwork it together. Well, let me tell you, nobody out there limit yourselves because that's not the way it is. What I've learned, again, this is just the way I've done it. When I'm sitting here doing sessions, I'm in the, the deep end of the pool all the time in those energies and frequencies and not fighting it. The stuff heightens and it becomes way more. So I'm also saying don't think that you know, let's make fun of it and call it your psychic level two right now and you want to be psychic level five as if that's a thing. Well, you can experience more or be more perceptive as you do it more. So long story short, as you run, you become faster and you become smoother. It's kind of like forgetting the training wheels are on there. I know I'm all over the place, but jumping on that bike, forgetting the training wheels, literally forget about them. And then all of a sudden you're going to find out you're not just riding the bike without training wheels. You're doing wheelies and you're doing other things. You're bunny hopping stuff. If you know what I'm even talking about. I'm old, so that's a whole bike thing. <laughs> still a thing. Is it? Okay. It's still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so that's a thing with the more you do it. Um, so don't ever limit yourselves because I sure haven't limited myself. And I've, again, in the last matter of months, I'll loosely say have doubled again. And 
that's a hard thing to even talk about, but it is a thing. So um, stay open to that. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, people they come quicker. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, you know, I started this garden thing. I kept telling people if you want to be a prepper. Oh, by the way, hi Mark. Mark is here. He's been here for a bit. Hi Mark. Hey Mark. Hi Mark. Hi everybody. I'm so today. Hey. Yeah, yeah, we're we're into something here. Um, but I used to grow things like especially tomatoes. So I, you know, regular person growing things. But I start up this new thing because I kept telling people, if you want to prep, get yourself some heirloom seeds and start a garden, and then you'll have the seeds forever, and you'll know how to garden. So I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do this, you know. So I, and one of the reasons that it prompted me to do it, like right now, let's do this, is I found this little tomato plant outside. Uh, it, I took the planters from the porch and put them in the swale because people kept parking on the swale no matter what I put up I put plants in the ground they ran over them you know so I I put this barrier up now but it's got these planters that came from the porch old soil nothing new was done to them just put them out there and it's right you know on the side of the road so I'm, I go out there with a watering can because it's, you know, half an acre from my house to the to the street to be able to water them. So I have to carry the cans out there. And I'm pouring in this last week into this one. And I've already got the water in there when I go, what the hell? I just wasn't looking. I wasn't looking. And there's a tomato plant at least eight inches tall with four tomatoes on that you know they're they're still the green ones and i'm like oh my god how did this survive out here you know i mean it's it's hot i'm not watering it every day these plants are normally hardy i can go you know normally do it once a week this is not i mean how is this happening so i you know carefully took it and got it back to the house and put it in some soil and now i now i'm gung-ho i went out and i got a bunch of flowers for the to bring the bees and the butterflies in and stuff. Long story here, turning out longer than I thought. But the thing of it was, was that I had replanted. Okay, now this the, this yard has some really amazing soil. But after a couple of days, I realized that the tomato plant was not happy. And I, it was such a different relationship with the tomato plant that I because I've grown them all, you know, all, virtually all my life. And I realized it was like I was talking to this plant in a way that the sentience of the plant was much, I never saw this in other plants, maybe because I couldn't see it. But what I'm saying here is just as, just the same way that Derek was explaining, opening up your imagination, open up your imagination to what you might learn from the plant kingdom. Because the more I get into this, the more I realize that, Wow, these, I mean, I went out and got all these pintas to bring in the bees. I was focused on the bees. I didn't get a red pinta. Sandy says to me, but the butterflies like the red ones. I had to go back to the store and get the red ones, you know, and I'm going like, you get, you're getting crazy about this. I mean, I'm so obsessed with this growing thing. So I go and I get the red ones and I put them out there and I'm just sitting in the chair. I'm, I'm looking at the cats because the, the vertical garden is on the catio and I'm all of a sudden see this butterfly come over to one of the red pintas and it was like such a gift yes everything you did for us we thank you 
you know, and it's, it's I'm telling you, I, I live in a world of magic. But since I've started going out there and gardening, actually, you know, it's more magical than I ever imagined. So I'm just putting it out there. You want to see magic. It's all around you. Yeah, I agree. The whole gardening thing is a good idea, too, getting the natural energies. Yeah, then you're staying grounded the whole time. Yeah, I, I remember when I first started um, gardening and just, I, I mean, younger, when I was younger, I couldn't keep plants alive to save my life. But uh, the first time I grew something from a seed, it just, it, mm. it was an amazing experience just to, you know, watch and it peeks out and it, yeah, it's oh, yeah. Very, very grounding. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I love to garden myself, yeah. and but where I'm at, so the soil, it's all clay. Like they, it was uh, when they built yeah. the house, it was just all fill and dirt, yeah. so no nutrients or anything. So it's a lot of work to have to change that and restore it and bring yeah. in some balance. But here, where Mystical Wares is, put something in the ground, it's gonna love it because we're close to the river. So yeah, yeah. Actually, add on to that. Excuse me on the seed things. Is hasn't brought that up. A good idea, and I'm. Told him, yeah, but what I would do is take your seeds. Let's say you're going to plant the tomato seeds you're talking about. And I know that yours just popped up. But get a bag of Shungai powder, put your seeds in there, and let them sit around you for a couple of days, like on your nightstand or something. And then being in that powder around you. And, yes, we've talked before in the past where you can put a seed under your tongue, and there's a whole chakra point there in energy. Um, But this is a way to do a whole lot more of them on a different level. So those seeds will align for you biocompatibly. So, yep, the nutrients in them will be at the levels for you as an individual kind of thing. And they'll grow faster and four times as quick minimum just by being in the Shungai powder. Because you've already started that orgone energy in the seed by being in the powder. Don't add water. I mean, you can, I guess. But then after a couple of days, put them in the soil. Um, And I built little, I don't sell them or anything, but anybody can go get those little jiffy things or you can start seeds in, put some shungai powder on that, and then put your seeds in there. And compare it with one without shungai powder. Watch what happens. It's going to be crazy. And the flowers, too. (laughs) And, and, you know, you reminded me that when I put, when I, they put the grass down, the sewer system for the runoff flood, you know, they put that in, and then they brought this grass to me that was, like, just pathetic. So I went and got more grass seed, and what I did was I, I actually did lace the grass seed with Shanghai powder. And I did keep it for a couple of days. And then when I put it out, I just, you know, it was all... So right there where that tomato plant just magically appeared, it was a Shanghai bed underneath it. And the planter was sitting on it. So that may be, that may be the answer to it. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, and 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 Derek, I might have to get some powder from you because I used a lot of powder on that soil. But you know, I also it was like a yeah. You come into my neighborhood every time you go through this part of the street, you're going to get shungited. <laughs> oh yeah, people will feel it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's it's, it's right very it's, it's <laughs> oh, yeah. very it's very strange because it, it, I mean I don't I don't interact well too much with my neighbors or anything I mean you know I don't spend too much time outside but when a friend of mine took a Uber no it was a link in, linked uh, cab from someplace that she was visiting um, the guy the guy in the car said to me. When he when he drove up, he got really excited. She said, and he said, oh, "The woman who lives here is just amazing." 
Yes. And it was like freaked me out because I'm like, what? How? Why would he think he was? Am- I'm amazing. And you know what? Why does he think this? And he says to her, "Would you please ask her to pray for me?" Is that weird or what? <laughs> no, it talks about you. <laughs> you know, isn't that strange? Yeah. Huh. Well, that was so, like uh, mean at the Healing Arts Festival. People towards the end just started coming up and saying, can I try some of your water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I've heard a lot about you and just came over and started talking to her and just want to try your water. <laughs> Same way in our little water <laughs> container out here. People yeah. fill up their water bottles and whatnot. And, and <laughs> Nancy, um, Yasmin's holding the, uh, that <clears throat> the actually the only copper sunlight pendant we have right now, too. I literally cannot let it go. <laughs> oh, talk about it. Talk about it. Now, well, do you, did you put a picture in chat? No, we're not on the computer. We're not able to right now. Oh, okay. Well, okay. It's a, it's a C60, um, and, and I have it. Somehow I'll get it to you guys in the chat. It's a C60 3D printing of a C60 molecule. So the molecule, the the image on the Shungite show, when you see it in the podcast, you'll see that image of that C60. Well, he was able to get the 3D printers to print this out, and and he's got like a pendant. But what he did was he well, go ahead, tell him how you how you cop how you covered it and what it is now, and I'll try to find the picture. <laughs> I've got it in the picture right now. It's in chat. So there's one of them. I know you can't hear me really well, but I just put it in the chat. So anyway, now back by the mic. It's um, <clears throat> a 3D print, approximately one inch, little buckyball um, pendants. And then we take them from there. And there's a, I'm going to skip some of the processes because there's a whole curing that's just kind of boring. But we get it to the point where they're hardened. Um, and then we take the, the start as S4 powder, the silver and shungite fine powder. Let me back up. After the 3D printed, I have to get that graphite paint that we have in the back room, which conducts electricity. And then I blend that with the silver particles and shungite paint. Multiple layers of that, they have to dry um, because they're such small little objects. Um, They tend to hold on to paint. And because they're so small, you can't even have a drop on there or it'd be obvious. So after several steps of that, and then they get dried. So now in essence, you have that, again, 3D resin printed buckyball with the silver and shungite paint over it which conducts electricity it then goes into a a copper plating bath solution that takes between one and two days for each pendant to slowly um basically build up copper particles all around the pendant which will then and there's again i, I should have had video for that or an image but there's a whole let, let, let me jump let me jump back in here for a second um, what he's talking about is ex- electroplating. So that's why he has the it coated in the graphene because that carries the electric charge that's put up in this in this container, and it attracts the gold particles, the nanoparticles in the in the water that are being generated by the system. Is that correct? Yeah, basically, yes. Yeah, the little car- copper molecules. Yeah, we do that. Positive, negative leads in there. And this is a whole talk for Walt because he did great explaining it. I'm just not trying to bore everybody with this part of it. So hook it up, plug it in. The particles come off some copper pipes that are in there that are colloidal within the solution. And they adhere to the graphite paint where the negative uh, electrodes have. So little by little over the day or two days, depending on how fast we're doing it. And you want it slow 
it little molecules of copper will grab onto the buckyball and build up those layers. And then you have to move it around. Then there's a whole polishing process and refining. Lots of hands-on steps for each of these. Um, and then they have to be coated as well because they are copper and you don't want them to change colors um, and oxidize in your hand around your neck. So then we coat them as well. Um, and then they go through the scalar unit that, of course, Yasmin is very familiar with, the Spooky 2. And then I take a Shungite nugget. So, um, the, actually, the original piece of cosmic silver Shungite and set it on the scalar unit to add that frequency field within the scalar waveform. And the pendants are in the middle of that. So they're being hit on so many levels, so many times energetically, um, and then being built in this environment because, you know, grandma's cookies are always better than others. So it's because <laughs> there's love and energy in the environment. So that's not lost on me either. Um, so lots of steps and stages. So that's what Yasmin's sitting here holding. Yeah, and I, I can tell you when I came in, I, I for a second I had some sort of a throat issue. And um, between what Derek was doing and um, just holding this, it just like instantly cleared. It was interesting. So very energy yeah. stuff happens very fast. <laughs> yeah. As you know yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. what are you what are you feeling off of it? I mean, to talk to us about what, what you know your experience with it. Um, so it um, so it instantly relaxed my throat, and then it just if just really relaxing throughout my whole body, and now I like literally don't want to let go of it. <laughs> what it's doing, yeah. it's visually when I can see the energy, it's yeah. Hmm soothing energies i don't know it's a hard thing yeah. to say because how do you talk about you that's know, exactly yeah. soothing yeah. yeah it's very calming mm -hmm. any twitch or anything in my body is just yeah when i look at soothing it out yeah, yeah. I, I say so when i look at somebody's aura it sometimes they look like disheveled clothing or something out of sync yeah. not cohesive weird ways of saying it yeah. but those things in shanghai and when you do energy work when we do stuff like that um there's lots of ways not just dependence but it it's like it realigns it. I mean, Nancy likes the word yeah. cohesiveness. And for me, when I look at the energy and perceive it, it looks like just energies are something's off a little bit. Um, yeah. So, but then not that there's anything bad with anybody, but off. So there's out of alignment. And sometimes that means there's an attachment or hanging on to some drama of life or whatever the thing is. But that's what kind of causes that. And that soothes it out. Um, hey, yeah. I think this is coming home is with it? me. <laughs> That's the very first and original one, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, very interesting. If you don't mind. Mm, yeah. No. Okay. Not at all. So you're going to give her the very first one? Yeah, she's got the first one. Yeah, I'm like, it's his first one, but. Wow. What I get? Take it home. I'll, oh, yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't the same with me or anything. It was literally brought in here because I have to hang it. I think I hung it up in that uh, post there for pictures yeah. on our code thing. But. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we got the new stickers, um, the scalar Shanghai stickers. We gifted them some of those as okay, well. Before, so. wait, before you go into them, yep. uh, well, how can people order this? What, what, give them the ordering and the money price. What is it called? I don't even know what we're calling things. Uh, the, so on, on mysticalwares.com, it's our C60 um, copper silver Shanghai pendant buckyball. You can type in any or all of those words and it'll come up. And there's a search box on the website. Or just go to the Shanghai area. Um, and they are at, at just regular price. I think they're, again, there are many, many stages. We don't like marking prices up. We're not about that. But because it is so labor intensive and all this moving parts, 
they are a little bit pricey. They're $99 each, um, but they're not just some shiny trinket wearing around your neck. They're a whole energy device. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot going on in there. So it's the kick up from just wearing a, which is what I have in my little leather pouch I wear, which is cosmic silver shungite, because of course it has that in it too. But now we've, of course, applied the geometry to it here in 3D, which does make a difference. Yeah. And when I look at it, so no, there's another way, but they are available on the website. Hey, Yasmin, is it worth the price? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm still not letting go. <laughs> it feels so nice. I mean, <laughs> I've only seen the photo. Oh, I watched him as he built it, you know, and um, he, he built some bigger versions of it, the, the C60, and then he kept working with it. And then one time the picture and it was like all these little buckyballs in this, you know, that little box that he's got with a 3D printing, all these little, little, and it was like, oh man, this is really cool. You know, you can get lost in this stuff, just visually looking at the pictures. So I can only uh, really kind of like imagine what it's like to hold it in your hand. Yeah, they're they're hugely labor intensive and a lot of time and, and that yeah. that's the thing. Again, because you know, we haven't raised our prices, nuggets, powder, we're not about fact there's low prices on half our stuff. It's not about the money thing, it's an energy thing. Yeah. Well well the thing of it is is that you're doing it right. You're creating an energy device that is you know, step by step does require labor intensity. But for the whole time that it is being created, energies are going in here. So $99 for something that will keep your energy body in balance and the energy body is the blueprint for your body, your physical body. That's cheap for crying out loud. You know, somebody else did this and they'd be charging you, you know, three, four hundred dollars. Easy. And I full disclosure, it's not a money thing to us because we don't make any money money on them anyway. They're so labor intensive. We don't sell enough of them to do that. So it's not like we're doing to pay the bills. Again, that's just full business back room disclosure there. It's more about getting these special devices available and for the right hands, the right people, and that there's no wrong one either. So it's just making them there. So well, well because that, anybody that's wearing it is going to affect everybody else around them. Oh, Ashley, go. Ashley, are you? Well, of course you're in metal. You're in the mystical <laughs> wares. Uh, I'm in the environment already. <laughs> you know, are you? Are you there, Ashley? I'm here. I'm on the mystical wares website. Was trying to find out what that's specifically labeled on it while you guys were talking. Oh, she was looking it up while you were talking about it. <laughs> okay. So okay. Yours. I know. <laughs> that's literally the only one right now in the store. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah, so it's uh, yeah, so yeah, they're they're interesting. I don't even have one myself, and so it's uh, yeah, they're they're very unique. I'll put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Well, and you know, we're always. It doesn't matter, you know, how much you meditate or cleanse yourself. I mean, we're always getting. Uh, okay. Um, Ashley just took the device from me. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> hey, I got to tell you, all of a sudden, I got like a, like my, my brain just went like, and I went, what the hell happened? And then you guys, Ashley, oh, Ashley's got, well, let's see what happens with Ashley holding yeah. it. We're taking another ride here. Okay. <laughs> Yasmin's got a tool back. It's a okay. Swiss Army knife too, so there's a whole lot going on in that. 
but yeah, I mean, we can't be too careful as far as the layers and the tools we use to keep ourselves clear because, you know, we can let our guard down for just a second and get conked over the head with something. So, oh, yeah, that fast too. Yeah. Well, well, Walt tells it all the time. He says, look at, he says, these energy devices are on 24 7. You program them, they keep repeating the program. You don't have to continually repeat it in your own mind. You know, and that that's the gift that these things are. Yeah, they me. respond to consciousness. Yeah. If you're and you, conscious, you can do it. You yeah. you turn them on, you say, look, and, they, and it doesn't seem to have any limitation in how many programs you can do in it. You know, the, the, the turpentine spiral, I mean, it's got a sentient, and that's the other thing about Shungite, is that there is a sentient being behind Shungite. There is a consciousness. And... If you reach into that consciousness, I think that what happens is that there it's almost like I think that all animals come from one soul, like like a, a cat. There's the cat soul, the arch, archetypal cat soul energy, you know, that makes the 3D body. But it's our love that imbues that cat with the soul with its own individual soul because our love that's what we're creating in within that being and that soul lasts forever no end to that that you know once they're there they're there but that's what we do and i think that when you're dealing with even shungite a mineral with a sentience behind it that as we give more attention to it it becomes more alive it becomes more personable I mean, I have a wonderful time with my turpentine spiral. And one day I, I had programming something and I said, can you stop the programming you're doing and do this? And it was like, well, I insulted it. You know, you don't think I can do two at the same time? And I was like, well, it never occurred to me, you know. And, you know, so it, it, I'm telling you, life is magical. And you just have to let your imagination go with it. And it will open up into a new reality that is just so much fun. <laughs> just so much fun so nancy as soon as you started talking about love this thing like literally started pulsing in my hand when <laughs> you said that because i was sitting there going vibrating yeah, yeah yeah it's it was synced just, with that that's a whole yeah you've heard and you may be on the show too yes when we talk about plucking the guitar string in one corner of the room long story short that reverberation or frequency hits the other guitar yeah same thing yeah that's she's talking love that'll respond to love wow that's why it was yeah. made and how that's yeah. cool yeah, so yeah. Ashley gave it back to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she didn't hold on to it long. I was getting the look. Yeah. She got my stink eye. You couldn't see, but they were fighting the wrestling in the background. She got it back. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that with you as me. I've known it long enough. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Oh, my heaven. Um, yeah, so did you find the uh, actual listing? What it's called? No, it's running a little slow. So oh, yeah. that's not a problem at all. Um, we'll get it. Other stuff caught my attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She saw oh. something shiny and got distracted. <laughs> You're never going to get me out of the store then. <laughs> Silver Shungite Copper C60 Pendant. So you can type in on the search box at mysticalwares.com Silver Shungite Copper C60 Pendant. I didn't think that through well, did I? Probably C60 Pendant would be. Yeah, it. just type Pendant. Yeah, oh yeah, there's 20 ways of finding it. You can click on Shungai, Pendants, 
type in the word copper C6. C60 will find it too. So lots of ways. But we've got a couple minutes for a break. And uh, yeah, I've got that um, Shungite recommendations um, yeah. page, and I'll, I'll add that because on that, I gave the, the basic um, Shungite products that I think people need to, you know, give their environment a Shungite. But he's had, had so many different energy devices, and all I said, I just put links to those things. So, um, but this one is is uh, very special because, well, every time you do something with it in that room, I'm like here in the <laughs> house on the other side of a continent, you know. Uh, yeah, tell me it's not real. <laughs> it's it's so real, and it's so much interesting things that we're going to learn. Never mind what we have learned. So we've got three minutes here. Um, when when we get back, um, well, let's let's let Mark talk to us. <laughs> yeah, Mark joined the conversation. Yeah. 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 So we might as well just take a little earlier. Yeah, hey, want to put a uh, commercial break now, then. Yep. And you got wanted to go open the store anyway, right? Yeah, we'll we'll get all that done here in the next couple of minutes. So we'll be back when uh, whenever you come back. Okay. Craig Stewart, Shanghai, we the people. We'll be right back. Justice 
And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It is May 17th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and over in Derek's place, Derek Condon, Scott Yasmin, Yasmin West, Ashley Colomb, I think is the way you pronounce it, Jalissa Helms. <laughs> Did I miss somebody? And Bob's out there doing videos still. Oh, he's got a room full of people. <laughs> and actually, Jillis and I are the only ones that, that made it back so far. I will unmute you. I put you on mute. Um, so welcome back. And we've got Mark in the house. <laughs> so Mark, what would you like to, did you want to make any comments on what you heard uh, or, you know, take us off in some other direction? You're muted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see about some note stuff. Uh, no, that was that was a really different good show. The first hour. Um, I don't think we've ever shared what can Shungai do for the other side in bridging or maybe magnifying. That could be an interesting uh, application or usage. Because I know, like in older shows, we talked about uh, Kevin Smith had this um, uh, scrying mirror using um, S4 powder. And that enhanced the uh, community, like a portal kind of kind of gateway thing going on. Huh. Yeah, he, he used the uh, the coasters we had talked about. Yeah, that. I was going to ask you that. I was wondering yeah. about the coasters and oh, people yeah. are using that as scrying. Okay, he shoved that up in one classroom one time. I don't usually talk about it because people usually are hesitant with the whole scrying and black mirror thing. It's not a negative thing, of course. Um, but yeah, you can do that. You can hold it up and gaze into it and and connect energetically but yeah as far as connecting i forget how you worded the mark exactly but yeah if somebody has shungite on either end or whatever is gonna um let's just say make the reception better is one way of thinking about it because it's going to clear the energies on the the one holding it and using it well same thing on the other end and then even more so like in let's say nancy in my case where we both have who knows how much shungite around us well then we're really going to know if there's a glitch in the matrix or we're trying to connect um, so yeah, Mark, definitely. Shungite helps with connections, which is also, <clears throat> we were talking the first hour about some different um, individuals that came in with Yasmin. Um, we're talking about etheric ones, and I'll get all back into that. But it makes it easy in this office, so I get to look extra strong and benefit from it because I've got literally tons of Shungite around here. So again, set the stage, cook in the kitchen, not the garage, and you can get a whole lot more done um, if that analogy kind of works out. So yeah, having the benefit of the Shungite does make a difference. Yeah, I've, I've always had a fascination with um, this black mirror thing. Um, it, it, it's uh, more prevalent nowadays than anything with, with cell phones and TVs that are turned off are, are basically black mirrors. 
Um, yeah. I guess my, my fascination with it is, um, I think it originated with Raymond Moody, who who was big in um, Coast to Coast AM, and uh, he was one of the discoverers in, in ancient ruins of Greece of this, um, at least from, from the version I read, was uh, underground initiation and communication with um, uh, guides and uh, um, I think dream incubation too. Um, and so uh, I think Raymond Moody used it for as, as a psychotherapeutic tool. It's called the Psychomantion, if people want to look it up. And he, he wrote a book on it called Reunions. Um, and it's been, so he did a kind of technological upgrade from the actual uh, ancient ruins, um, Epira or something like that. I forget the exact. Um, but if you look at the picture on, on, on Google um, image, you can get the, the, the vibration off of it. And so one can construct it from, from getting a few simple things in Home Depot. I actually did that like 20 years ago when I was more into the um, occult and let's say black magic. Uh, but in Coast to Coast, they interviewed somebody named Joshua Warren who even made a cell phone app of this thing. Um, but again, you just need a black mirror. Uh, you know, um, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know, Derek. Can can you go off on some some uh, stuff on that? Your background well, on it. <clears throat> I can say the black mirror. Um, hmm. I guess it's a good tool. I don't want to come across negative saying it's a crutch, but it's worth using. So meaning, hmm, I don't have a good analogy for it, but. You use it just long enough to know that you don't need it. So kind of like training wheels, realize you can ride a bike and it'll come around. So you don't have to have it is what I'm saying. So technically we don't, and you weren't saying this anyway, but you, we don't need any tools, but they are useful to help us remember here in 3D that you, so they're kind of like that tie-in between the metaphysical and physical. Um, because sometimes it's hard for us as humans to get in our head and realize, yes, we can do all this crazy ass stuff. And it just is a thing. Pass that. Um, I, I look at it as a, as, a, as a focus, the way of focusing. Our minds are all cluttered with stuff, but to use a black mirror, and I, I didn't pick up on the fact that my television is now a black mirror and it's next to me. But when you've got that black, why black? Well, because black has got every frequency in the universe contained there. So when you put your focus on it, you're really activating all the energies in the universe. Now you can do tension that. on it, let your focus go. Right. And and it just starts to happen. But it's it's just focusing. It's a way of putting your mind kind of like instantaneously into a meditative state in that the meditative state is when your mind is open to communication, you know, not just putting out frequencies of thought and stuff. And if you stare into a, a just the blackness, the darkness that, you know, you get drawn into it. Um, you're doing the same thing. It's it's the frequency of communication. You know, calm your mind down. Everything is there, and and it just starts to happen. If you allow it to, you have to let your imagination go. I've done that with just a simple crystal too. Mm -hmm. There's so many different into it. Yeah, and it's really not to focus. It's to let yeah. So it's and it, when you say meditate, I'd actually back up from meditative state myself. Because then that makes you think you have to achieve this or accomplish this or learn that meditation, blah, blah, blah. No, it's really 
not to achieve a state is to not remain in a set state. So don't stay in 3D. Don't stay in your intellect, your logic, call it whatever you want, ego. Once you get out of that, then other stuff happens. So rather than, because it's hard to describe, but the understanding matters. So I'd say in my term, rather than tell people you have to reach this state, no, you just have to get out of that other state. So that's an easier thing to do. So you don't have to do something. You have to stop doing something. When I said when I said meditative state, okay, it's a it's a frequency state. You do all that other stuff to get you there, and in fact, you stare Mm -hmm. into a black thing, and it'll put you into that same frequency. It's like the LED lights and the television flickering. It's at a frequency that gets your brain into a a semi-meditative state. I'm not talking about the process of getting there. I'm just talking about a frequency change to your brain. Anybody can, with the right kind of a machine can put you in a meditative state. They can put you in a zombie state. You know, it's just you controlling your own mind by using a device in order to, to essentially focus down into nothing except blackness that will, let's say, uh, uh, induce, induce in you that meditative frequency where your brain is quiet and listening. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's, yeah, no, that's that's probably a good starting point. It's just always hard for me to come in on these conversations. Yeah, because they're uh, you're different. No, no, because it's different for you. So there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But yeah, some of us so, so busy. And there's so much busyness oh, going on. We're just trying to turn off. We're the trying to camp. figure out what his difference is so we can have it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if too many people want that. I know. They man. think they want it. <laughs> it can be debilitating, I would imagine. It's, sometimes. It can be overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Walk in. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Just you don't get to just experience it 3D when there's so many more layers. It's a lot. Yeah. And you know, you're not always in to, charge of it. You have to wonder why he chose it. <laughs> why did you choose to do this? <laughs> you know. Well, we help so many people. Like we always go back to it's worth it because of the amount of people that come into Mystical Warriors, the amount of people that we end up helping, and it, just to have a sense of community, a sense of understanding themselves, it's always going to be worth it to help others. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and you've got an excellent handle on it. I actually uh, used to work with a gal who, I mean, she clearly was a natural-born medium, but it completely frightened her. And, you know, they would wake her up in the middle of the night. And, you know, a lot. And I don't know if it was negative stuff or not, but she was frightened by it. So, yeah, be careful what you wish for. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you're not ready for it. Yeah, I'm sure most of us know people that are sensitive, but then that's when they start doing things, um, getting addictions and trying to quiet the noise and get out of their head or whatever it is that they're picking up on because they don't know how to talk about it. A lot of people don't understand it, and it's not for them, so... Maybe they should try staring into a black mirror. <laughs> Seriously, it might, be, it might, it might yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because if, if you just don't think about it, just stare into the mirror. Just think about staring into the mirror. And then wait for the info and images to already be in you, not exactly. from outside. Exactly. So it's it's creating it's, a community. I didn't know for a long time. A lot of people don't. Then yeah. they start talking to the entities that pop into the mirror, and you're going to get little things that come in. And mm-hmm. I've messed with all that. Yeah. And I see them. So without the understanding, 
And you have to have an understanding of the universe and how it parts, at least a vague one. Otherwise, you don't know what the heck you're getting into. And you don't know, is this a ghost, a goblin, a good guy, bad guy, and dark, is that good, white? You know, it's confusing. Yeah. Well, if you've got, if you're working with Shanghai, that danger is not there, in my opinion. Because a negative energy can't exist in the Shanghai energy. No, for the most part, no, they're not going to stay around. There's, there's too much of that to, yeah, to fall in because you're not going to find a larger accumulation of shungite outside of Karelia, Russia, than here in this location, Mr. Gores. It's just a thing. I can't imagine anybody has more tonnage than we do, um, and even that, you didn't even see it all. But there's a lot more. So, yeah. knowing that, well, I still have to deal with some other things. But I'll tell you the. The average person getting around this environment, yes, they get cleared right away. It just happens instantly. So, yeah. yes, that, that will happen. Um, and there's always more to the story, of course. So, because there's always stuff I have to deal with as well. Um, bigger players will just say, or collectives, which is usually what I have. So, it's usually a whole group. So, if somebody's still attached, we'll just say attached, or they're looking at this little human for whatever reason, and there goes my ear instantaneously. And what they're doing is they're watching different what we call chakras, energy centers, frequencies being held around a person. And when they, they're looking at this frequency of why it's not physical. And if we're holding enough energies and frequencies, enough songs on their playlist, we're of interest to them because then they're wondering, well, how's that little pink human or whatever doing this thing and the other? So it depends who's watching. Um, and then they get involved. But groups sometimes get together and will perceive people I have sessions with. Whole ships sometimes of people or whatever. Um, wow. And that's usually what I'll see. And then that can be dealt with as well. I don't know how to tie it in the Shungai thing, other than there's <clears throat> lots of ways. So it's, huh. <clears throat> I wouldn't solely rely on Shungai, but it's a fantastic tool. Rely on yourself and Shungai as, as the. But, okay, let me, let me put it to you this way. The people that come in there that are carrying negative ener entities, okay, have been drawn to bring those entities into your environment. So sometimes, yes, you have people that walk in that are just terrible. And it's like you say, those energies really can't stay there because they can't handle the Shungite energy. It just, they, they, you know, and all it takes is an intention with the person to say, I want those gone. Break the contract and they're gone. You know, I, I'd say I cannot underestimate Shungite because I've seen it do too much. There's I try it. Yeah. No, you're right. There's another way, and Jalissa can maybe add this in a minute too. It has, so on sessions of better <clears throat> visualization, if somebody has a, we'll just make fun of a bad guy entity attachment, <clears throat> excuse me, to them, well, that bad guy's not coming to Mystical Wares. That's not happening. They're left out, actually out on the outskirts of the parking lot. They don't get in here. What I do is remove the energy attachment that the person, usually in their own head, has then held on to. I have this around me, blah, 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 and that keeps that connection. So, I'll help them remove that. They go outside. That, again, make fun of it. Bad guy entity does not hold on them anymore. So they lose focus on them. Right, because um, otherwise they can just reattach. Correct. That's right. Yeah. And so we get people almost daily, and probably daily, and just don't say, come in here, just for that big rush of energy, the movement, this, that, and the other. They feel better. They walk out. They'll take their lunch break to come here, to sit in the pyramid, whatever, to break that attachment again, to move the energies yeah. um, is what it is. But, yeah, no, the bad guys don't come floating around in my office. They couldn't get anywhere near this place. Um, so I do more of the energy work, the karma, they like to call it here on Earth. It's not forever, but the energy attachments um, kind of thing. And then 
And most of my sessions are teaching you to fish, not just giving you fish. Yeah, I can remove all that crap. But it's more important that you understand how to stay in your own energy so you don't get back in that kind of stuff. So then I start talking crazy buckyballs of love that you've all heard me talk about, all that kind of stuff, teaching you to fish. And that's when it really matters. And then, Jules and I now, years into it, have endless stories of life-changing um, examples and people that have done this, that, and the other. Then, of course, I forget it all. So that's where she's good. But. No, there's actually, I think we talked about it on another show, <clears throat> when people try to bring it in, too, it's like they have to tell you a story, like something really terrible happened, but it's like they can't even complete it. It's like even just their thought of wanting to pull it in, it's like already that awareness oh, wow. is there, already it's gone, but then something ends up happening like outside <laughs> of oh, here. Yeah. Like It's like, okay, well, let's just move that energy now, but it's also the people needing to understand to quit trying to pull it back in. Because it's like us being also attached to whatever it is that happened. We need to let it go. Right. But not until they come here or have those conversations. And they might not know that they're the ones that keep redoing it and repeating it. Yeah. Yeah, Someone will come in. They'll <clears throat> whole examples bursting into tears. I mean, all kinds of examples. I mean, just lots and lots of oh, emotions. Oh, and then that can be scary, too. Because they're like, why am I crying? It's because you're releasing yeah. a lot of stuff right now. You're <laughs> being open. Your heart chakra is all open. And so it's like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's also interesting when they come up to someone they're talking to me or something, they get close. She's seen it countless times too. They don't know it'll just happen because you can't get too close <clears throat> without that happening. Kind right. of thing. And they won't understand it sometimes. And it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> so, Mark, did they answer your question? That's <laughs> <laughs> crying. Yeah, oh, yeah, big time. Yep. Okay. All right. Good. Um, good. Do you have something no, else? No, because it, it made me think that just closing one's eyes, that's a form of black mirror, too. You know, so again, with the meditation thing. But um, my first experience with it when re reading about it and just getting into the paranormal stuff was about um, 22 years ago when I actually did my own setup from Home Depot, bought it and, and set it up and seen a purple fog and all this stuff. It was pretty cool. And then did group meditations using using um, Rim and Moody's setup. So come a long way. And then just knowing that, yeah, I, I got the the um, uh, communication in in my head or internally as opposed to externally. So, um, yeah, fun stuff. Um, relating to the other stuff you're talking about, so um, wanted to recommend people listen to the other cosmic reality shows. Um, Say what from Saturday, and uh, cosmic reality from last week because they they also talk about more advanced Shungite stuff. So in relation to what was just mentioned, um, you know, because Walt had measured and he can detail this on, of course, um, cosmic reality later today and then when he's back next week. But um, it was measured. Shungai's Shungai frequency was initially measured um, last week's show at 23,000 uh, gigahertz and then as a 83rd octave, which I guess is way, way higher. I don't know what, what the comparison levels are, but. Um, in talking about Washington being, you know, the HQ for Shungite, they're bigger than anywhere in the country. Uh, maybe you could have competition between Nancy's Florida location and, and, uh, could have an interesting Black Mirror gateway bridge between the two. But, um, let's see, how am I going to connect this? Uh, oh yeah, the Black Goo thing, because, um, Walt was talking about that the AI, alien AI that people are worried about, that's kind of taken over cities and people's um, 
consciousness that that Shungite's able to to demolish that completely. So I don't know if Derek can attest to, or maybe customer testimonials, session work with Shungite being exponentially more powerful. Yes, that's a thing. What it does is disrupts the, I'll just call it the frequency hold that AI has um, on that stuff. In fact, I don't know if we're gonna get into stories we were tie in, we talked about AI and all that. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so I've had interactions with that. Get something out of here. Um, <clears throat> and I have to be very careful what I say and what I do right now as well on speaking to that. Um, so yes, Shanghai will have an effect. AI is not as limited as what we would call non-artificial entities. I don't know what to say. Because this is a whole AI show. AI is being used as a workaround for other ways. Um, Hmm. So the typical energy workers and the, the recipes we've all had in this realm or reality for a long time don't always work on AI. I don't know if that made any sense or not, but there's a lot behind that because I've had to remove AI from literally in this office before, and I was a little startled that even had a chance of getting in here. Um, and yeah, I dealt with it, no problem, but it has workarounds. So I'll tell you that. And <clears throat> I got to be really big on what I say. Um, often on different types of energy work that are out there. Jeez, oh, I can't even say all that. There's others layers in there being downloaded and people are opening up too. Again, yeah, so I can't go dissing everything. I, you know, it's just hard. I'm in a hard spot. So, um, so uh, I would say anything you do, be it holding up pendulums, flinging light language codes, or whatever the thing is, Reiki energy, Open energy, at least have the conscious thought as an aware entity that you only want what's best for you or in alignment with you. And you don't have to go OCD on those terms. It's the understanding behind it and have strong get around you. And then there's because there's other hidden layers in there is what I'll say. So there's radio stations between country and rap that I'm telling you about. I just have to have some weird analogy um, that are really out there. And again, and I bring in the radio because, of course, Let's say you're standing anywhere, turn on the radio, all those stations are there all the time. But let's say on a country, it's going to go to country music because that's where my focus is. That's where I'm turning the dial. But that doesn't mean the frequency of rap and blues and disco and all that isn't still in the environment. And you have to be aware of that is what I'm saying. It's not something you have to do. It's something you just have to be aware of it. And then, okay, well, that's a thing. And then, well, now here's another thing. I want just the energy is good for me. That's all the more OCD you really got to know and or do, but you have to be aware of it is what I'm saying. And it's not reaching psychic level five like I keep making fun of lately. It's just <laughs> knowing that. Kind of, um, so, But AI is sliding in on even, I'm going to throw some air quotes up here, um, higher energy workers and stuff until they're aware of it. So it's all in an awareness. Everything's conscious. This whole reality is a head game. Play the head games. Um, and then realize that, and then you can have more an effect on AI. And I have no idea, Mark, if that tied in anything you were actually getting to, <laughs> but that needed to be put out. Yeah, um, there, there was recently a secret space conference a couple of weeks ago I've been, uh, what do you call it, pulled into in, in terms of just, just interest. And so my reference point um, for this whole thing was uh, Ken Rolla, who also lives in Florida. I want to try to get him into the uh, interview him because he knows he he was the one talking about that um, 
uh, Galactic AI is the one that's been taken over his claim. Uh, various um, planets as like uh, uh, sending them scalar waves so that they think they're advancing technologically on their own when it's really um, AI, the nanotech, and this whole uh, function stacking that that's um, invading different um, uh, uh, what do you call it? life societies. So it, it seems like it's no different here and moving towards that. And then, of course, you get into the biblical stuff and, and the Noah flood. So it, it's there's a there's a kind of circularity there. And um, uh, like the foundation, you know, you guys over there in your store and with Nancy is, is working with Gaia, nature, God, what have you, uh, uh, hidden laws of nature. So um, against this um, um, artificial takeover that's been prevalent for i don't know watch the movies and, and sci-fi tv right so i hope that gives it a more of a clear context to where i'm coming from yeah it's nothing new by the way it's not a takeover it's um it's been going on for i'll just say forever um and i'm kind of okay with it because by the way it puts it's not i'm okay and that came out oddly wrong if you're not pushed to change, you don't change. So you need to be dependent on the plan of the civilization, the person, depending on how zoomed in you want to get. Um, these are good things because then you're, you're, you're forced to expand and change, which is what's happened to me. So, yeah, the storyline in 3D for me, because I heard it all on the Internet, you know, who knows how long ago, talking about AI and long story short, I'm actually having interactions with it now. And But what I'm hearing on the podcast and video podcast out there is that it's all powerful. And, like, I think you term galactic ai this that and the other mm, i don't know if i'd use those terms to be honest um there is an energy force out there that i guess we start with that call it an energy force it's i guess you can call it a consciousness um yeah but we're all doing that we're all trying to affect things in our reality be it the trinkets in front of us on the table or or those individuals so that's happening but it also gives us that opportunity for change and expansion so it's just part of the normal universe and if but if we keep seeing it as something bad brought in this that and the other then then it's always the enemy the negative i mean it's just it doesn't really make sense from my perspective let's just say i have a, a wider zoomed out perspective i don't really know how to explain that one either but because i can sell the moving parts it's not a bad thing it's like opening up saying spices are bad there's sort of like spicy things no sometimes you want some spicy stuff sometimes you don't so i mean it's part of the process it's a thing so i mean we just need to not compartmentalize it and call it bad. And you weren't doing that. I'm just kind of babbling here, expanding into that thought. Um, see it differently, and then that's how it affects you. So AI is no challenge for me. I used to, when I get scared of it, ooh, can I deal with that? But no, there's, there's that edge or feeling that maybe you can't have an effect. Once you get, I guess we can call it loosely empowered or um, strong-willed or just knowing, like just now saying that in my head, literally a big old flush of energy shot through me. And I guess we can call it my old, my aura became more cohesive or stronger. Um, just your thoughts are what do it. Again, I'm not just, I'm not flinging my hands up in the air here or anything like that. I'm literally just sitting here holding a piece of shungite and having thoughts. So, yes, we can affect AI. And I've removed them from here and from friends of ours as well. Um, but it is getting embedded. Um, but without that understanding, it's like, you know, not knowing you shouldn't download stuff from the internet. Your virus scanner or firewall is your heart chakra. So if you're, downloading this image from the internet in your thoughts or this frequency on some YouTube video or some crazy guy like me is flinging their hands in the air. Whatever it is, just have the thought in your head that you want what's best for you. And that's really what it is. And you can, you can already do it. Everybody listening can already do it. 
Again, it's not something you have to achieve. It's an understanding you need to realize. And then what we call abilities follow. So if AI doesn't really affect me any more than it, you know, just another add-on. Um, it's around. I don't see it as a bad thing. Well, and adding to that, I'd just say um, one of the things I found with my growth is, you know, you get good at something and you just get bigger problems because you're constantly being <laughs> <laughs> pushed. And, you know, like you say, from a bigger picture perspective, it's not necessarily a bad thing. No. We never get it all done. <laughs> no, that's why you're in class to learn. You want the yeah. lessons to go away. Yeah. No, not at all. No, there's, there's, there's lots of places to go. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, just another another energy is what it is. Let's not give it too much power or get into fear with it or we're giving it too much energy and it pulls to us sort yeah. of thing, too. Well, we're already all using it. So that's just... mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're not, you're not getting rid of it. No, <laughs> it's here. It's Remember, like, okay. yeah. it's how much you choose to have it part of your reality. Like, if I look up and glance at the metaphysical stuff, well, I can focus on that or not and have it part, or I can just ignore it and be just in 3D. Same thing. We all choose how much of our reality experience, and most of us shut down energetically. Mm-hmm. And then others use it more, and so mm-hmm. maybe they become more susceptible and had things happen because they weren't. It, they needed to have that awareness how it could be used in a not good way before they can change it. So. Even the transhumanism thing, where people were getting in all that now and do that. Well, if you don't have the opposite to see that maybe that's not for you, so some people in that story, let's call them 3D chose to come down here, oh, I played that role for a while, and I'll do the transhuman thing, maybe get a chip implanted, maybe blah, 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 blah. Well, on the higher level, they already know, it's just a classroom, I'm going to guarantee you, I'm going to die, I'm going to get out of there and move on, so well, I'll be that example or demo or whatever for others to learn around me sort of thing. So we can look at it from <clears throat> countless ways, and that's what we should do. And try to stay away from the negative ones. Um, I don't know if that was... Never know if stuff actually ties into what you're asking, right? Because <laughs> you all know me. No, it does. It 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 ha- you have a way of. I mean, because of you know the business you're in, and it has to have a wider um, palette application, and so it, it from the cultural um, angle and even even pop culture, and um, you know because. In, in in college, I graduated in in film and uh, art school. So, um, like the Matrix Four movie, you know, you had um, certain concerns of like uh, integrating with the with the robots and AI, and you know, some kind of saw that predictive programming of maybe as a kind of invasion. So there's this uh, dialectic tension that's going on, and then with the Venom movies, of course, and then the Black Goo, and then. Uh, most recently, too, the Doctor Strange uh, sequel was showing uh, black goo per- pretty prominently, and, and and of course there are different kinds of the that um, uh, nanotech, if you will. But um, yeah, it, it's just more of getting it grounded in how to uh, work with it, and like like you're talking about clearing it. So um, I think it's good for people to to become more aware of it and what to do, and not not uh, uh, um, add to the stacking of, of um, unnecessary stress. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'd, I'd comment on that, that I wouldn't, if we don't have, the, like you mentioned, black goo and things like that, um, if we don't have those things, then we don't have the ingredients in this classroom to learn from, too. So we need to have those things. Otherwise, it gets real boring, especially for somebody like me, too, 
I mean, I don't want to just sit there and do the psychic thing, you know, you know, read that. That's boring as heck, and I'm just making fun of it. I do it. But it's more bigger picture stuff and all the intricacies and how they're all connected and the layers. And and so long story short, I would like the aha moments of this life or the epiphanies. And you have to keep zooming out your picture from the puzzle to get more of those as you realize more. I mean, that's why we're here. So we're not here to like, and not that you're saying or anybody else, to get rid of the black goo or the the bad AIs or whatever, whatever entity group we perceive as negative. No, this is a classroom. Let's call those lessons. The point of going to class isn't to remove the lessons. It's maybe to get in the mix and do the lessons, make mistakes, learn from that. It's like the math teacher saying, we want to see you work through the problem some, and then we'll help you out, but you need to work through it. So, but the point is to have the problems not to get rid of them or avoid them. And that seems like what often we're doing down here in 3D is seen as the bad guys or this, that, and the other. No, it's just another guy or, you know, if we're talking about a group or entity, um, a way to expand. So that just change or your inner perspective and then everything else changes. I know it's a whole, it sounds like a whole counseling session and all that, um, but it's kind of how it works. Let me just jump in here for a second because, yes, all of these things are here to teach us about the fact that they exist but they're also here to teach us how we can deal with them and eliminate the problem so first off the ai the black goo all of these different things the archons walt and i from the period of 2015 on out dealt with them they're in the they're in they're in the records the live the live programs and so the myth of these things having an effect on us is now a myth. And I have talked about how many ways we have been shown that what we did then actually worked along a storyline, the storyline that we have here, cosmic reality. So um, I believe that those fundamental stumbling blocks are no longer there and that we should instead not worry about that stuff it's been taken care of yes you're going to have pockets of problems because they're still learning the the pocket the the, the situation but for the vast majority of people that have been with cosmic reality or will take the journeys back into cosmic reality you'll find out that you know we've spent uh, the last eight years just doing one magical thing after another because magic is the manipulation of energy and the universe's energy. So, um, yeah, I don't think there's a problem out there. I wouldn't worry about it. The AI that is there is, you know, blessed. Let's say it's blessed AI. It is works compatibly with life and love and God and humans that are good people. People that are human and not good people are not human, in my opinion. <laughs> I am very prejudiced that way. Humans are good. Sometimes they get tricked and sometimes you have bots in there that are just, you know, acting like humans, being jerks. <laughs> Gee, I'm, I'm kind of in a happy place. <laughs> Ever since I started gardening. <laughs> Gardening's good. It's very therapeutic. It just puts you into to the ground ground level, you know, intricacies of life and how marvelous it truly is. 
I mean, what would we do without seeds? Go hungry, for one thing. <laughs> hey, interesting, interesting oh. one thing, Mark. Interesting enough, I'm watching all these YouTubes, and one guy had a thing about cuttings. You know, you can take a cutting off a plant and then put it in the ground and it grows. And Derek, he said, when you when you do a cutting, take a drop of honey and put it on the tip of the of the uh, you know the cut. And he also said, and coat the stem in I think cinnamon. And those things will help keep uh, fungus and bacteria off of the little cutting until it grows. I'm sorry, but I just had to pass that tip on to people that might be thinking about cuttings. Mark? That's a good idea. And like Yasmin just mentioned, shungite honey would be a good idea. And cut it at a 45 degree angle, too, for those that don't know. Yeah. You get more surface area down there and lots of behind that. But yeah, that's a good idea. And then shungite water, get those roots going. Yeah. Can't underestimate honey and shungite. So, wanted to do a sales pitch on that. So, um, let me see. Let me see. So, for gardens, plants, um, what what's the I, I guess it would depend on intent, but I, from where I'm coming from, like okay, I have shungite rocks, and then I have raw powder, and I have S4 powder. Now, if I wanted to um, get plants growing the fastest and the most fruitful, would I do just three rocks per plant, nine rocks per plant, or um, the raw powder or the S4 powder? Or maybe a combination. What's the um, take on that? Of course, depending on the type of plants, let's just be general. First of all, I'll talk plant. Three on the base around the stem. Um, and that moves what we call, we loosely call it the orogone toroidal flow around the stem of the plant. Um, but I'd sprinkle flower, uh, flower, powder around the base as well, so down in the soil. Now, depending on where you want the plant to go, so let's say it's a uh, I don't know, there's like apple vine trees. I don't know what I'm calling them. Anyway, let's say you want the plant to go to the right. Well, then you take a nugget, put it in, somebody help me out, whatever that nook of the branches, or maybe it's called a nook, I don't know, wherever the branch splits, and you, you can start then generating the energy towards that. So let's say you planted this tree, and it's up against your fence, and you don't want it to go the other way because it's going to block your view. You want it to go to the right or away from the neighbor, whatever the deal is. Then you take a nugget and tuck it up in the little nook of the branch, um, and then that's where your the energy will start to, I don't know, it'll not lean, but grow in that direction then, if that makes sense. Kind of like how they follow the sunlight. Yes. So, okay. yeah, so it follows energy. Sun, yeah. of course, photons are energy. So, and strong guys, a whole lot more stronger energy. So yeah. that's that's how I would do it. Um, so three nuggets around the base. And I would just push them down in the dirt just enough so they don't go anywhere. Um, and I wouldn't go all OCD on north, south, west, and all of that because... All those poles change. <laughs> so three nuggets, a little bit of powder down in there. Um, and then if you want to have an effect on the direction and or angle, depending on what you planted, because some things will do that, some won't. Like grapes, if you know, they want to go sideways along these um, uh, different wires and, and things they put out there. So they don't go up. So then you put shungite out there. Long story short, put two shungite nuggets and then the living energy will draw between them. So you can think grid lines. I mean, there's lots of ways of describing it, but that's what I would do with it as well. We've done all this out in front. We've done photos last year of the uh, mullen. Mullen. There we go. The mullen plant that 
went like 10 times bigger than any other plant should have. And even the guy that genetically modified it came and it, it beat all his plants and he's done. He lost his mind. Oh yeah. He was just in it the other day too, um, getting colloidal silver. So for different plants and things like that, this whole antifungal and bacterial stuff. But I know that's off topic, but that's what I would do with that, Mark. Um, was there any other questions on the plants for gardening? Right. So um, what would S4 powder do then? Because like if somebody's coming from, I, I want the thing that makes it grow the fastest and, and best. And um, and then as far as like the, one of the most powerful things you have, aside from the cosmic silver rocks, is the S4 powder because the, the 369 effect, right? Yeah. And I don't know that I've actually used S4 powder on plants specifically. I would probably just default to regular powder, to be honest. Um, I, I, like would, the, I would too. Yeah, I would use it's regular powder. It's not needed. It's not, the S4 Correct. is not needed. The silver is a whole biocompatible physical frequency thing. So just loosely call it the human form or something like, or animals, doesn't matter. Um, but not, yeah, the plants, I, I would say it's not really needed. I would use granular or either one, granular fine, same thing. It's just the the texture or coarseness or size of the particles is all. So, um, but no, that's not, not S4. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste it. It's not going to hurt it. So if you've done S4 and your garden's already out there, don't freak out either. Just leave it. Um, but I would use it more for yourself and or um, hygiene products, the lotions, the tinctures, tonics, things. That's S4 I'm talking about. But for plants, granular, refined powder, and then the nuggets. Probably the granular. Yes, I like granular best. Yeah, because... Poke a hole in the ground. So I know I cut you off, Nancy, sorry, but poke a hole, put your finger in the ground, right here, fill that little sucker full of the powder and pack it over. Um, they used to call them little root. I've even done little feeder tubes. I don't remember what they're called. They're like watering tubes, but mm -hmm. holes in them, a little plastic thing that you can push in the ground and you can fill it up with sometimes fertilizers. Of course, I'm talking shungai powder. And then and there's holes in it, so it'll slowly kind of dissipate out as water runs over it. So that's a thing, too. Well, we, we look at it as energy. In the, the powder is yeah. still in energy. But the Russians who have done some of this work, they have to have a 3D explanation for it. And what it is is that the shungite itself contains so much of the periodic chart of things that the plants need. And it also will hold moisture. So, you know, it, from a 3D or a, a metaphysical standpoint, you know, it's, it's enterology. It's, it's just different levels of the energy. Nuggets are being used as like ornaments too. So I think like, you know, you know, Christmas ornaments, if you're into that, the trees and that type of deal. So um, you can wrap them with uh, nuggets. I'm talking, so I've got nuggets with wire, whatever, string and hang it up in the tree. So there's people doing that and not just trees in the backyard, but bird houses, whatever. I mean, all kinds of spots. I've done it with, well, literally bird houses um, outside and beehives, of course. But you can do that too. So um, you know, tie a couple nuggets together. You can fling them up in the tree. They'll wrap around something. In the cities, they'll do that with tennis shoes. You don't do it with your tennis shoes. If you know, I'm just making fun of you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Some power lines. Maybe. It's also an old military thing when you get you might remember that Nancy, who knows? But anyway, leaving bases, you'll see old army boots flung up over here and there. Do the same thing with nuggets. So that's what I'm just making fun of it, but that's a way to get them up in different areas too. Um, if if that's something you're wanting to do. So there's, there's lots of ways. Just get it near the electric system that's already there, the Wi-Fi system. You know? Because 
I say this all the time that when when you're dealing with Shungite, you're dealing with a very incredibly magical cosmic energy. And when you have a situation like we have now, you have a system that's already been built. Use it. You know, take it over. And just put the Shungite around poles, around energy devices in your house, on the energy. It all feeds back. You know what I just realized? I haven't brought any of my the scalar stickers home. <laughs> oh, I realized that last night. Yeah. So, yeah. You bring that home. Oh, yeah. yeah let's you... talk about the scalar. Go ahead. Do what about it? Talk about the scalar. Oh, yeah. We did last time, but let's talk, tell them that they're, you know, how they can get them and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're, so they're the new um, version of, of Shungite stickers that are out there that um, Nancy initially started, Nancy Walt, many, many years ago. So these ones now. Um, so we call them, I, don't know, I keep changing the name, but Silver Shungite Scalar Sticker probably is what it's called. Um, and they're a little bit smaller, multiple layers. So the differences would be, well, not a whole lot of differences. The same formula that Walt came up with, the silver and powder, Shungite powder blend in there. And we tie in sacred geometry and or platonic solids. Um, but in this now hexagon shaped sticker, if you peel it off, the sticker itself is a hexagon shaped. And in that hexagon, there is the buckyball as well. And there's a triangle in there as well. So just think stacking geometry. And it, we can get into an hour for each one of these, but we're not going to do that. Um, and then even within that buckyball sticker, there is a, if you look at it closely, there, straight on, there's another hexagon that you're seeing. And within that hexagon is where the three pieces of silver and shungite um, rubber powder blend mixture are, is within that. So again, multiple layers. So when the energy comes off the initial Shungite silver, it hit, hits a hexagonal spin, not a random shape. Again, there's a reason bees do it on their honeycomb. We've done shows on that. So that starts the, we'll call it a biocompatible flow to the energy. And then the synchronicity of the silver Shungite scalar, the threes and all of that, again, a whole other show, gives it another layer. And then with the frequency of the actual particles itself, energy-wise. So that's just for ease of conversation, multiple stacking of layers and um, cohesiveness to it. So you don't just make a sandwich and randomly throw everything on there. For me, you know, I, I don't have a good analogy, but you know, maybe I don't want the, the mayonnaise on the bread because it makes it soggy, whatever. So for me, that layering of stuff in this weird sandwich analogy, it matters. Same thing with energy, it matters too. So you just don't want to say, spin things twice to the right, and I'm just going random here, so nobody write this down. Twice to the right, once to the left, and and you know shout the number three <clears throat> but there is a lot going on in that with the layers and then of course when that's all said and done uh even the words on the sticker have energy to them and that's a frequency that's just a physics thing too so yeah the word silver shungai scalar is all on there <clears throat> excuse me and then we take the stickers and put them in the actual scalar device with so not just sending scalar frequencies or the waveform over it but embedding cosmic silver shungite frequency in that waveform. So I take a cosmic silver shungite nugget, put it on the device. It now enters the waveform and you can think embed or more kind of overlays or saturates on yet another layer of that, that frequency. So there's a lot going on with these stickers. That's why I mentioned they're not just good for electronic devices. They're good for your trinkets, your widgets, your crystals, put it under your water. It's, there's a lot. Things and um, I, I can just tell you, I'm holding the sticker now, and I 
I let down the pendant mm-hmm. <laughs> let yeah. go and it's it's definitely a different energy um it, i mean it's still soothing but it's much more energetic yep yeah so mm-hmm. it gives me like a pull yeah. like i had a cup of coffee <laughs> yeah. yeah it's definitely different yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah. that's the whole it's, you know matters how you stir things and that's basically stirring yeah. energy certain ways vortexing it and in the right shapes again the whole the bees know what they're doing yeah with the whole hexagon thing and so yes mean do you you know scalar do you detect a scalar feel to it ah uh, yeah yeah kind of but i also kind of got that off the pendant as well the that soothing energy that you get from the scalar yeah remember these are ingredients so nancy one way to think about it is so it's like Cheese on your taco is going to taste different. Cheese on your pizza, so let's say cheese is good. And you like cheese, <laughs> and you're not, you know, lactose intolerant. Or that. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so it's going to be different. So that's that's the one thing. So you know, again, good but different. So it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Each one's unique, and hence the well, use of these objects. Go I ahead. think I think it's difficult for people to understand. Well, so why is what does the scaler do to the stickers? And that gets into a little bit of, let's say, quantum reality. And, oh, maybe that's the next book, Quantum Reality. Ooh. Um, but, <laughs> but what we've got happening is that when, you, when you're dealing with a scalar wave, and correct me if you think I'm off here, but this is my understanding from having talked with Walt and listened to a number of different people talk about scalar waves. There is no time component to it. Time is, an, is a way that we measure changes in place and space. So when Yasmin put me in a scalar wave, okay, for the entire time that I'm in that scalar wave, that is always on and always on me. I may leave the position. It may be turned off in the next nanosecond, a change of location, you know, or a change in me, but it's always available. It's just, it, it, it's, it's caught in a time thing. So it's the same thing with the stickers. The, the scalar wave is locked into uh, a location, the, t- the time that that was manufactured. So even if you go 20 years into the future, it's still connected to that time. Uh, t- that position where it was first put under the scale. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a tough thing to talk about. So I'd say energies rather than time kind of thing. But you don't have to sit in one spot. So, And I don't know if you were alluding to that. So if Yasmin started a session on you and you were sitting in Lazy Boy recliner number one, I don't even know if you have them, and you jump to number two, it doesn't matter. No, because, yeah, it's in all the fields. No, so I'm, talking, can- I'm talking about... Yes, I mean, I was walking around and doing everything within the scale. But what I'm talking about is that once you've been in that scalar wave, it's it's set and it, it, time doesn't exist. So you you can bring that back to you at any time. You're always connected to it. It's always operating for the rest of your futuristic life. You, you're in that scalar wave. You have to know it, though. So, yes, that's the thing. The individual has to realize it. It's like, well, I, I felt love when the whole whooshing sensation in my heart. Well, then sit around, shut up, think about it, and you can do it again. Yes. So it's always there. So yeah, that's a that's part of it too. It's, that's a good way. That's a good way to 
add on another use for the scalar energy, I guess you can say. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it you, also, you can see it. It's also locked into the sticker. Yep. You know, so this sticker is always being, let's say, energized by the the moment it hit the scaler. It, it's scalers are really, really very interesting. You know, I thought Oregon was, you know, the magic, but when you take Oregon and you get into a scalar wave, now you're talking like ultra. Or what do they say? Uber magic. <laughs> Meta magic. <laughs> well, we got five minutes left. Um, Mark, oh, did you have something else you wanted to go in? Maybe muted. You can go wherever you want, Nancy. Mark's not there. Yeah, he may be muted. He may be muted. May have walked away. I don't know. Uh, maybe you left the stage. <laughs> um, um, I was one, waiting to see what you guys were saying next. I mean, I can, I can. Uh, yeah. So, Derek, we need that description on your store page. I just bought three scalar stickers right now because, based on what you said, so this isn't just like enhanced smart stickers. It's like uh, multi-dimensional, right? So, um, I mean, I'm picturing this because you know. And you go to the the phone stores, they're pushing these 5G phones, whether it's fake or not. I mean, there's something more going on with them. So you get the scalar smart sticker on it. It's just like, you know, multi-dimensional effect, you know, Dr. Strange level. And so what if we can get this on a Wi-Fi in schools, in like a work environment, in the store, you know, like a cell tower? Um, and and based on last week's uh, uh, Radio 5G, we know that cell towers are blasting subliminal messages, uh, scalar, microwave, um, etc. You know, um, so uh, you know we got we got six minutes left. But what can we leave people with? I mean, uh, this is kind of an election year, so we're getting all these things going on, fear porn, etc., psyops. Like, I want to be able to use Shungite to, you know, homeless camps, cell towers, office buildings, workspaces. So, I mean, I was trying to, to, to in a nearby school here, I, I did nine rocks under a cell tower, um, a couple of them. So, um, yeah, what's the best way we can do this and, and simply, you know, uh, for people to use? <clears throat> I know that's a good question. <clears throat> Not limit ourselves to electronics only, that's for sure. Um, so yes, electronics and all of that, because that's one of the ways the stuff's getting in. But also, well, I'll just call it stuff, energies, frequencies in the environment. They're everywhere, regardless. I don't care if you're 50 miles from a cell tower. And that's not just talking about the satellite, 5G and all of that. So just always know there's stuff in your environment. Um, and knowing that, so coming from that understanding, you're not going to avoid it. And that's not to put anybody into fear. Because you were just not. So having the Shungite, the, the scalar Shungite, be it a pendant form that Yasmin has and or stickers, whatever it is. And or I think we have somewhere on the website, you can send us a trinket, be it a little crystal or grandpa's watch or whatever. And all that stuff can be put in scalar and um, set with that frequency as well. So it doesn't have to be just a sticker form or whatever. So in answer, I'd, yeah, I'd put the stickers um you know, if you can, and like the kids' backpacks or whatever, kind of similar we were talking about anyway. But, um, and then, yeah, on the cell towers. And again, it's just, it's hard with the stickers because how do you get us to stay there sort of thing? And we have, 
people that have put them in plastic baggies, and I'm talking a sticker and or nugget, and just buried that so it stays there longer. Um, but again, my bigger thing is <clears throat> knowing it affects you physically, um, so you'd want them around you. And again, not just think cell phone. So I don't know, your wallet is another option. So we just have to get all creative on that and other, other. And then I will as well on my end on, so in the background on the, the prep and block, you call it, I don't know, uh, little keychains I'm going to come out with. There's a Shungite Silver Scalar as well. So again, it's not sticker. It's something you can hang on something. We've made similar ones. Um, like Jalissa makes some little paw print dog tags and keychains and things out of Shungite resin. Well, then we're going to enhance those as an option with the scalar field as well. And custom. So soon in the future, you'll be able to have custom scalar stickers. So let's say some doctor told you you're afflicted with this disease or ailment or whatever, and you want the anti one in that. So think right frequencies. We've talked about that before. Well, then we can make the anti-cancer custom ones as well. Um, and not just stickers, but other other items. So that's something to you know possibly look for in the future too. Other uses of it. Because again, I like seeing all those ingredients. Use that ingredients in something else. It's cheese isn't just for pizza. You know, you do lots of things. So I know well, odd analogies. I'll be laughed at in the office. You know, no, I, like I think it. I'm hungry. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, listen, we're down for the for the last two minutes, and I just want to say, don't underestimate the fact that you've got those credit cards in your wallet, and they have a chip in them, and they're connected. So I suggest that anybody that's got credit cards in their wallet should put an S4 next to them. Yep. Two minutes. Yes, you guys want to say adios? I'll just chime in real quickly first, and... And thank everybody for being here. And on the next show, when you have Bob on, I'm sure you'll get to talk more about what he just did. And we'll talk about that after the show, too. And, and Ashley, I appreciate you all being here, Yasmin. So it was a great time having you in the office. Yeah, absolutely. It's fun. Such a treat. <laughs> thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah, it's fun doing it from the location, Nancy, having people here. It's, you know, getting to see everybody and fling energies in person. <laughs> No, we're all just itching. Wait, a minute left, and we get to go out in mystical wares and walk around and check stuff out. Yeah. And, <laughs> try out the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. So they'll get to try out the pyramid. So, no, it's been fun. And hopefully well, we'll have some video in the near future, too, from Bob. Um, and we'll, we'll you know, talk about that, and people will get a better view, uh, a more professional view of mystical wares than crazy Derek running around with his cell phone. <laughs> well, on set, on... Um, um, Saturday, Bob and Yasmin should be on the Say What show. Is that correct? You're 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 planning on that, correct? Yeah, we're gonna hightail it back and to be there for the show. <laughs> awesome. awesome. And Ashley will probably be in the same room. <laughs> I don't know if Yasmin and Bob want to have me for another day. They've had me for a week already. <laughs> yeah. She could be right about that. <laughs> No, she's welcome. <laughs> Although we have been in close quarters for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you guys had a good time today. It was certainly good for, well, I, I enjoyed it. It was certainly different. And I um, appreciate all our listeners. We're going to be at Cosmic Reality tonight at uh, 6 o'clock Eastern, the live show. And otherwise, we've got two replays. Well, actually, Cosmic Reality Chronicles is Solaris. Blue Raven, and I suggest you listen to it on Targeted People. We'll see you next time. Be safe. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.